welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Can't get rid of her. How's it going, mom? Um, do you want to get rid of me? Because yeah, some days more than others. <laughs> um, good. Cool. Everything's great. Everything is lively. Yeah. Lovely. Not joining us as always is a surprise guest because she wasn't sure if she was going to get the book read in time. My very dear friend and mom's too, I suppose. Uh, Jillian. Hi, Jillian. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. It's going great. Great. Uh, I'm so happy today, to be here. I, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, you're like the first friend, non family member. Yeah. You are. As well as I should be. <laughs> That's probably true, Jill. Um, but we have had people from the group. Yeah, we've had group members, but um, oh, well, they're not your real friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've said often though, Jillian, that I think some of them know more about what's going on with me than uh like people that actually know me. So I don't know. It's true. It's true. Secret you just told Ellen. me some item you just told me some things that I did not know about. Yeah, it's, it's true. been a while since we've chatted. Yeah, I know. It has too long. Today, we are going to chat, not about what I've been up to, but um, about <laughs> Riley Thorne and the Dead Guy Next Door by Lucy Score. And later, we are going to put mine and Jillian's friendship to the test, which oh, Jillian didn't know about that. <laughs> but, I did not know about this. <laughs> but first, Mom, Jillian, what have you been reading and watching? Oh, I forgot about this part. <laughs> um, let's see. Am I going first or is Julie going first? You can go first. I already know what she's been reading and watching. Have Julie go first so I can think about it. Hold okay. on. What have you been reading and watching? The only thing I read this week was Riley Thorne and the Dead It's Dead a long book. book. It is a long so... book. And, and we've had a couple long books in a row and it's like, ha, ah, killing me. Yeah. Um, but what have we been watching, Ellen? We got into Miss Scarlet and the Duke, which is the new masterpiece mystery. Um it's Victorian lady detective. He's the gruff and grizzled, uh, dishy, dishy as all get out, um, police inspector. And, uh, listen, I know I say this about a lot of people, but this guy in particular, he, um, as, as my cousin, as my cousin, Whitney, friend of the show likes to say, he makes me want to do the lay down move around. <laughs> He is, uh, he just works for me on every level. And um, that did, accent. did I maybe contribute to PBS so that I could have early access to the entire season? Yes. Yes, I did. Shocking no one, I'm yes. sure. At least neither of you. So when they you. say at the end, and viewers like you, that's I was me. like, Ellen, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's mainly what we've been watching. We've been still watching our Taskmaster and WandaVision. And I'll have to talk to Jillian about Taskmaster outside of this because I really feel like you would like that show, Jill. Um, well, you texted me about this. Did I? I haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, I probably did. That sounds like me. Um, I saw it the other day and was like, oh yeah, Ellen recommended that to me. Yeah, I did. I didn't watch it though. Ah, Sorry. You never do what I tell you to and I'm really frustrated. <laughs> Listen, I do. I do sometimes. <laughs> now you know how I feel. Um, and then for reading, I finished Dashing Through the No by Tara Sevick. Um, it was cute. It was uh, Bodie and the girl's name that I'm blanking on right now um, in that same series that we talked about Kiss last episode, Kiss My Putt. Um, and 
It was, <laughs> and it was um, very funny. And then I also finished listening to Never Kiss a Duke by Megan Frampton. And I started listening to Tools of Engagement by Tessa Bailey, which is the third book in the same series as Fix Her Up, which we previously have talked about on the show. So all that stuff. Wow. You've um, been reading more than me. Yeah, that was right quite the laundry list, Ellen. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> In one ear and out the other. (laughs) Have you had enough time to think about what you've been reading and watching? And it doesn't have to just be this week. It can be. We know that not everybody reads three books in a week. So I do not. I do not read three books in a week. So I don't actually, I usually don't read a lot. I listen these days because a lot of you young moms that we talk to do that so. no I just I can't like sit there like this last week I've been like sitting there on my phone like reading this book ignoring my children you know <laughs> I'm sometimes it just me. has to be done <laughs> I know it's like Ellen needs me so <laughs> take She's care of yourself strength. I ask so little of you so. <laughs> um okay so I've been listening to the ballad of songbirds and snakes I don't read romance books. I don't know. We should put that out there. This is like my second romance book that I've read. And um, so I don't, I've, I don't know. A while ago, I was like, I want to read The Hunger Games. So I listened to them because I don't actively read usually. Right. <laughs> and what then you, I... Out of curiosity, what do you consider your other romance book that you've read? Oh, I read that um, Kiss Quotient book. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's that. right. I did. You did read that. I remember that now. Um, I also was, didn't you read one of my chiclet books in high school and your mom found out about it and then read it and we were mortified because it had a lot of <laughs> sexy times in it? I don't know. Probably. I read some of your chiclet books back in the day. I remember some of those. Yeah. There was that, um, well, there was like the Angus songs and Full Frontal Snogging. Yeah, Jemima series. J. Didn't you read Jemima J? I th- I think so. And probably and then there Can was... You Keep a Secret. I read Can You Keep a Secret, but remember that Sloppy Firsts and yes. is that what that was called? Yes. I liked that series. I love that one. series. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's I've been listening to the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And that's like kind of also a long book. I don't know. I was I was on a good kick of listening to like a ton of books for a couple of years. And then, you know, 2020 just hit me and I didn't yeah. listen to as many books. Rude. Um, <laughs> That's among 2020's other, you know, major. Uh, I know. Casualties. Struggles. Yeah. <laughs> casualties. It's a really hard year for me. I stopped listening <laughs> to audio books. Boy. <laughs> uh, um, no, but um, so that's I've been listening to that, and I haven't finished it because I had to read this Riley Thorne book. Yeah, and um, it's pretty good. Uh, Mockingjay, I, I did not remember that that book is like kind of depressing, and I didn't really like it. So, <laughs> but <laughs> so you have to fun. finish the series. Yeah, it's true. Um, so that's what I've been listening to slash reading watching um 
We watched season three of Cobra Kai recently. Have you watched that show? Oh, we've been talking about, and I keep saying, yeah, Jillian told me that I should watch that. Um, yeah, for once in my life, I get to tell you this is <laughs> so a cool show to watch. <laughs> we've been watching this show since it was on YouTube Red, which I don't even <laughs> think is a thing anymore. I think it is, but I don't think it's producing a Whoa. lot of original content like it used to. It's on Netflix now, and it now is. the world has finally seen it. But I mean, it's cheesy and not all the acting is great, but it is a good show. Johnny Lawrence is a good actor. And, you know, Ralph Macchio brings back good memories, always. (laughs) (laughs) And there's lots of fun karate in it. So, you know, (laughs) there's that. (laughs) Always a perk. Makes me think of Emmy and her. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, okay, this is our funny like Cobra Kai story. I was flipping over to Netflix and um there was a snippet that you know like when you go into netflix and it starts playing like a trailer or something for for a show so Mm -hmm. it was cobra kai and they had like this karate snippet from karate kid that they showed and Mm -hmm. um and they show clips in the in the show all the time yeah and my niece emmy was like uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> was like, Did you like that? <laughs> and she's like a three-year-old. And yeah. so I was like, wow. <laughs> Just the way she said it cracked me up. Oh, that was cool. Oh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. Do you feel like you've thoroughly told us what you've been? Oh, I mean, we've been watching. We got um, a subscription to Masterclass recently. <laughs> oh, you know what masterclass is? I do know what masterclass. What masterclass are you taking? Uh, right now we're watching Tony Hawk. Uh, oh, I don't know go. what masterclass is. It's like enlighten me. It's like a, a thing you can subscribe to, and it's a bunch of experts that are like teaching classes on different things that they oh are gosh, masters. Jillian, in. Watched... you're so freaking boring. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We watched Gordon Ramsay. Um, we actually yeah. just finished Gordon Ramsay's today. I watched Jimmy Chin. He's cool. Have you watched Bridgerton yet, Jillian? I have not watched Bridgerton yet. I need to get Scott on board and then we'll watch it. It's pretty sexy, sexy. Just letting you know. (laughs) We can handle it, Ellen. (laughs) Okay. Um, But Jillian is involved. I mean, who better better to watch sexy things with? Than your husband? Your partner in this. (laughs) No, Ellen likes to watch them with her mom and dad. Yeah, that's super fun. (laughs) Let me tell you about that. <laughs> Mom and dad are like, we're gonna go to bed now. <laughs> I'm like, gross. Uh, <laughs> no, but Jillian is involved in a uh, group text with me and two of her sisters who are romance readers. And I know you wrote... guys are always talking about things that I don't know. Yeah. And but I'm so... like, I'm happy you include me. Thank you. <laughs> Jillian, Jillian's mainly involved because she is like my conduit into her family who, you know has romance readers in it so i'm the most important one so i have to be there by default yeah oops just by default okay today we are going to talk about riley thorne and the dead guy next door by lucy score this is the third lucy score book that we have discussed on the podcast which is kind of crazy that is crazy because there's not a lot of people that we've double tripled up like that um it is currently a standalone book but i am very hopeful that she will write more Riley Thorne just books. reading it again I was like I want to know their story I want to know that story I yep. want to know that story yep um so here is the back cover description for this book 
a nice normal life. Is that too much to ask for Riley Thorne? It is. Divorced, broke, living with a pack of elderly roommates, and those hallucinations she's diligently ignoring, her tarot card dealing mom is convinced they're clairvoyant visions. Just when things can't get worse, uh, so hot it should be illegal. Private investigator shows up on her doorstep looking for a neighbor who turns up murdered. Nick Santiago doesn't play well with others unless the others are of the female persuasion. Wink, it says wink. He's a rebel, <laughs> a black sheep, a man who prefers a buffet of mm. options to being stuck with the same entree every night if you catch his drift. When the pretty, possibly psychic Riley lands at the top of the list of suspects, Nick volunteers to find out who done it. Only because he likes solving mysteries, not because he wants to his flex his heroic muscles for the damsel in distress. All they have to do is figure out who pulled the trigger, keep the by-the-book detective with a grudge at bay, and deal with a stranger claiming he was sent to help Riley hone her psychic gifts, all before the killer discovers she's a loose end that requires snipping. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Jillian, we're going to go to you first because mom and I are on record on the podcast previously stating that we love this book. So, Jillian, what did you think of Riley Thorne and the dead guy next door? I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was a fun book. I liked yeah. it. <laughs> you guys should see Ellen's face. She's like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so pleased. Totally so pleased. So. Yeah, you enjoyed it. Because I was, I wanted Jillian to come on and I was like, hey, that Riley Thorne, because I've read this book, I know that and it seems like one that Jillian might enjoy. Mainly because it you reminds were correct. me of a lot of the shows that we enjoyed watching together. And things <laughs> like that. Um, I get a very like strong psych. like psych vibe from this show, yeah. Um, Except totally. he was a fake psychic. Yeah, and she's real, but, you know. Um, so thoroughly Same thing. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is, Julie, it is. There isn't a hot, hot guy. What? I mean, they're hot, but who on psych? Uh huh. Yeah, they're attractive. I like them. Well, well I they're also. I went through a major James but I don't, phase. I don't know if it's we did indeed. Nick but they're Santiago. also they're also is the bromance there, not yeah. a romance, steamy romance. Yeah, different. <clears throat> okay, so you different thoroughly, dynamic. You thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I love this book and on my second reread I was just reminded of like all the little plot details and like the little jokes combined that really make me just really love this book because there's a lot of just like lol moments for me in this. Um, I did laugh out loud as well several times. It's yeah, bonkers bonkers nutso yeah but I love love all the side characters it's just bonkers full of side characters I mean keeping yeah. track of everybody but it's not it wasn't hard to keep track of everybody maybe the little it old is, people. It is a little bit in the beginning but then once you start like they're all such characters I suppose that it's easy to like Lily's the horny one um, yes. <laughs> Miss Penny's minute. Miss Penny's the vigilante. vigilante. Yeah, it took me a minute to like pin down all the old people. Yeah, yeah. The old Denzel. Yeah, old Denzel. Um, (laughs) Old grumpy one. Yeah. Um, So what did we think of Riley as our heroine? Thoughts? I love Riley. I love her no-nonsense. I mean, she's kind of in a slump in her life. And her ex-husband is just a huge dick. 
but um to the point where it's like why did she marry him yeah what was his redeeming quality this is one qualm i have with her because she's like you know when we meet her she's cool and i like her a lot but i'm like what was going on in her life that she dated this buffoon like or that she married this dude he's crazy he's like this napoleonic little d-bag i can see a young girl being swept up in and then realizing oh my gosh what did i do yeah how long were they married for i think just like a year or something it seemed like because she said like she said she makes some comment about you know i we dated for a couple years and then I made the mistake of marrying him for another year. She's what, like 34 in the book. Yeah. Maybe she reached, maybe she reached like 30, 31 and was like, might as well just marry this guy. Oh, I get that. <laughs> Big um, mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I love her. I love that she longs to be normal, but it's like just literally not in her DNA. Um, and she's very funny and quick witted and obviously like has on fire banter. I love how snarky Nick. she is with Nick. Yes, she's very snarky. Indeed. With Nick. Indeed. Um, I like that too. Her psychic stuff is fun, especially when she starts like embracing it more. And I, you know, I love like in the showdown at the end when she's like spouting off all these predictions about mm-hmm. the, the bad guys and they're <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and so that's part of why I, I want some more books with her is because I want to see her now fully, you know getting getting her spiritual juju going and um embracing that and well it's like i was telling ellen if they do more books i still want them to be based on uh nick and riley stories yeah but then in the side characters you know seeing you know gabe and wander get together i but i still want nick and riley to be the main the the main couple and because i want to see more of her and her skills and her working with him and you know do they usually work like that when they do the sequels to these no uh well sometimes some of like the mystery books well, that do true. work like that yeah but a lot of times they focus on a different car- couple each time but that's yeah. not really what i want from this that's what it's i need to write lucy maybe you just maybe lucy. you just need a sequel <laughs> just a straight up sequel yeah well, that has I, some elements and she's talked about other people doing more of these and i think that that is what she would do and just kind of go the more prototypical mystery series route a lot of people compare a lot of the listeners compare this to stephanie plum books which are by janet ivanovich i think is how you say her name i've never read a stephanie plum book i know they're like a big deal um i have not either but i know that that's i've heard the name of that author though so yes you yeah you see her yes (laughs) (laughs) you've been through a grocery store line congratulations (laughs) into barnes and noble you know (laughs) um okay i love i wrote down this line well there's a couple lines that i wrote down for her because i just thought they were funny but um it's when after she pulls down his pajama pants and is faced with that 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 thing uh (laughs) he says that thing that thing um he says we're even now and she says even he says i saw you topless you saw me bottomless she said i did huh, I forgot all about that. And he's like, liar. (laughs) She's trying to play it all cool. And um, then later when he's telling her about why him and Weber are angry at each other and um, 
and she says, why did you headbutt him? And he keeps trying to explain. She's like, no, 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 no. I mean, why not just punch him? And he's like, I think I love her. And it was just good. <laughs> so speaking of Nick, what do we think of Nick Santiago as our hero? I personally love him and would like to have his fictional babies. So there's that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I liked him okay. He was a little testosterone fueled for me. Like Jill, she, you need to read more romance. <laughs> listen, I I'm get not that surprised by this from Jillian at all. Continue. Listen, I get that he's super hot or whatever. Yeah. And that's fine. That's great. But like he's um he's very cocky, which I'm not super into. And he's very quick to anger and he's always trying to like, he's always like wanting to like punch somebody. And I'm like, Nick, you need to calm down (laughs) and like figure out how to channel your anger in more constructive ways. Jillian needs a good book with a beta hero. A beta hero would be much more up Jillian's alley. Whereas I like the grumpy. Grumpy alpha Alpha dog. Alpha alpha guys. Um, That's that's more. And this is this is why Jillian and I. It's like that whole Tina Fey and Amy Poehler bit about how they're best friends because they like different men. That's me. (laughs) Well, I love Nick, and I love I love his overprotectiveness. I love him trying to figure that out. I love him. I just love him. I love him. I don't love this about him, but I do find it funny that like literally every woman they meet has slept with him and every person (laughs) that they run into, like, can't believe he's engaged. Like she'll even just mention the name Nick and they're like, Oh, Nick Santiago. I slept with him. Finally settling settling down. (laughs) My favorite was, was it the lady is like her, her mom's like second oh, cousin at the yeah. commune and he's like i was 18 she taught me a lot <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'll bet she did <laughs> that was hilarious yeah that was funny <laughs> um i also love all the moments where he gets all jealous um and i wrote down this line for nick because it's towards the very it's like one of the last lines in the book um, and she says, he says, she saved his life, then saved him a taco. If this wasn't love, he knew jack shit about romance. And I'm like, yes. I did like that. She saved and I, him a taco. I also just love Nick's kind of journey. Um, Cause he's so like bachelor, bachelor, bachelor. And then kind of seeing his progression into being like, well, maybe I could be okay with this relationship thing. And well, he, I love when he goes into Dickie's apartment and he's like, I, that's what I was going to say. That's my, this that was bad, my favorite. He's like, uh, I need to think about some things. <laughs> I need to buy I some plants. Get, I need to get plants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I love that progression. And I love how he, he just, he's very just kind of rolls with it. He never like fights against the falling into relationship too much it's just like yeah this is my girlfriend stay away from my woman like I I love all that stuff and just you know fake relationship is always always a good time always a good time we always love that well and then anytime he'd kiss her and she's like there's no audience and he's like I know (laughs) (laughs) just let me have this um Okay, we kind of already have, but let's talk side characters, of which there are plenty. What did you make of them in this little world that she has created in Harrisburg? Um, I loved them. The old late, the old neighbors cracked yep. me up. 
Yeah. I love them. Yep. Um, Gabe, I thought was very funny. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I loved his um, his obsession with ice cream. Well, yeah. just his, his innocence and his, he hasn't like had any kind of interaction with so many I know. Things. Well, and I'm so curious about like what his background is and why he talks like, He's not human. Like, yeah, like he talks like a robot a little bit. (laughs) Well, I love how... He doesn't use contractions. (laughs) He's like, what is this ice cream? And (laughs) And then his brain freeze. And he's never had Chinese food. What is happening? What is this thing? (laughs) I would love to eat food from China with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I love, he makes some comment like, humans don't live in the moment. She's like, you talk like you are not human. And he just kind of lets that comment slide and never addresses it. And then um, I was like, wait, is he not human? Where did, it come- Where did Gabe come from? What is he? Um, yeah, Gabe is a lot of fun. And like, it's a character that I feel like in a lot of other books, he wouldn't be as fun as he is. But because of that whole like, I love how jealous Nick is of him all the time. And she even, she doesn't say it to Nick, of course, but she even says he doesn't do anything for me. I like him, but he doesn't do anything for me the way Nick does. But um, I love that she doesn't say anything to Nick about that because I love that Nick is just like super jealous all the time. Yeah. And I love how she's reading the thoughts of everybody who like wants to take a bite out of Gabe. Like... (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty funny. They're always like, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's like, scrub my brain. Um, yeah, so Gabe's a lot of fun. I love her family and her mom who just will call and be like, I got a sense that things weren't right. <laughs> and she's always ignoring phone calls from her mom. And um, her dad and his spike cow. Her dad and his spike, <laughs> spike cow, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. Um, I love Farty Burt which oh yeah like um i i can understand a a farty dog yes (laughs) we have three of them yeah um (laughs) wait you have three dogs now yeah we have two and then ellen came home with hers three dogs in this house we're oh yeah one to one people to dogs ratio um i love brian and josie are fun too um Mm -hmm. and yeah, I like the sassy bartenders. They yeah. were fun in their own right. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just, I thought just the whole, I mean, it's a long book, but I'm never, I was never like. You never feel like, I wish is... this book would just get, because a lot of yeah, times there wasn't any, books. there wasn't really any lull in it. It was yeah. like. Well, and I love when she's in the car with all, just that eclectic group of people thrown together i love her trying to like wrangle all the old people to get to the commune and she's like no you don't need all of your vinyl collection just leave it here um and just all of there is no record player (laughs) well and all just all of her trying to like take care of the the, we need to start locking the doors guys (laughs) cabbage casserole cabbage casserole (laughs) All, all of that stuff was was fun um, okay, what did we think of the mystery in the story? Did it keep you engaged? Were you following it all the way through, etc.? Uh, yeah, I um, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Is I feel like was- I feel like like the story was just like moved along in other ways as well. So it yeah. didn't, even though like I didn't necessarily always feel like I knew it was like being added to the mystery like I was still happy with what was going on otherwise so yeah. 
but it was, it was fun. fun. I liked it. And I thought it was and... a fun backdrop for the story for the rest of the story. Yeah. Yeah. And it created, you know, all the chaos at the end too. So. Yeah. And that, that ending is really impressive because it's, it's more action packed than uh, it's, than I've read before. It's very um, kind of cinematic in how she plays out the whole chase scene and the like gun shootout showdown at the end. Um, and it's all very, very exciting. And I was just impressed with how she was able to like kind of translate that to page and things like that. Um, but yeah, I thought the mystery stuff was fun and it kind of took them to a bunch of different places and a lot of different people were involved, um, which just gave us more characters to get to more kooky characters to meet and hang out with. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, there were some surprises along the way. I, I, I don't think I was like shocked. There was the, it's not a mystery where I was like, Oh, reveal. Um, but it, yeah, yeah. But there was, but it was like, Oh, okay. I, I see where this is going now. And so it wasn't. Yeah. There weren't like a lot of like red herrings thrown out there where you're like, I think this is going this way. And then you're yeah. like twist. It yeah. just was, it just resolved itself. Yeah. Which I think is probably well, more think- authentic, but Yeah. The reveal of um, that's how most that's how most psychically solved murder mysteries <laughs> yeah. happen. I think the reveal of, the, of his cop friend. The reveal, like yeah, the cop friend, and that it's yeah, the, that's true. That's true. That, that it's was the surprising. Mayor that is kind of behind it all, and that it's much more broad than they were anticipating yeah. it to be, and mm-hmm, all the dirty mm-hmm. cops and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so I. I I just thought it was a lot of fun and I'm excited to hopefully see her do more of these. Agreed. I thought that it was a good time. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about sex, baby. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um, th- it's inevitable in this book, not only because it's a romance book, but because she literally sees it. The first thing she sees when she meets Nick is that they're going to boink. Um, I think it's pretty mom friendly. Literally, her mom was a fan of the scene. Um, true, true. So, literally, her mom was there. So, uh, good job, kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it was funny. All the old people trying to, you know, encourage, and then they're. He's like, "Why does everyone think I'm bad in bed?" It's like you need to show up, and then I won't think that. <laughs> the ultimate disc for him. Yeah. Um, but Julian, we've lost scope of what is mom friendly. Like, how did you find <laughs> this? Um, Would you want your mom to read this book? Uh, I mean, she. <laughs> your mom has she, read worse has than this. Pretty spicy I stuff. I know. She's like obsessed with the Outlander series, and yeah. based on the show that I have watched, I am guessing the books are pretty saucy. Yeah. I mean, she watches the show too. Like she yeah. is obsessed with the show and the books. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, this is, she also is pretty much always reading, I think like historical romances on her phone. So. Hey, yeah. I need to have a chat with your mom again about. So, I mean, do I want to talk to her about it? <laughs> no. Why don't you guys start a podcast? <laughs> quite enlightening yeah this this situation is not happening with me and my mom um i mean yeah i mean it it was descriptive (laughs) 
yeah it, it is um and they is this is this what you call a slow burn in because listen yeah, i listen i, I yes. listen to the podcast sometimes yeah. i don't for the for the listeners out there for the people <laughs> i do not read the books <laughs> but i do listen to this podcast somewhat regularly because <laughs> it makes me feel like i'm hanging out with ellen and julie yeah and i like and that she just likes so, to do that so. yeah. who doesn't <laughs> i fun. you know it's a good time always yeah. yeah and so you know i'm like somewhat i i know First. kind of what you're talking about sometimes yeah so yes i know I about would, the tropes and the things yeah um i would claim i would say that this is definitely a slow burn um i mean because i was reading it on my kindle app and it was like i don't know it was like 68 percent of the way through 70 percent of the way through yeah, it was more before than they it finally was, yeah do the deed 78 yeah, yeah i think or it was <laughs> i took very they had to wait for that lava lamp to show up we do get i know well and as soon as because it shows as soon up as, quite they, a bit. as soon as she said commune i was like this is where the lava lamp room is. <laughs> this is where, this is where it. it's going down. And I was right. You were right. Um, but it was, you know, it was descriptive. It, I assume there could be much more descriptive things out there. Yeah, no, <laughs> if sure you want to read is. it, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll point you in the right direction of some books. Um, you know, obviously there wasn't a whole lot of it, but the buildup was... And they do, for not having sex until 70% of the way through the book, there is a lot of erections and yes. um, wet and underpants in, and in their like face in your face erections yes which well, is very they, alarming and they describe them having sex many times before they actually had sex because yes. of her visions of them yes. having sex. it's true well and then they have the almost one in the morning yeah which was pretty steamy which the dog cock uh, blocks <laughs> bert dog yeah and um, they do do that they interrupt <laughs> makeout sessions and things like that which is rude dogs <laughs> this is why i don't have a dog i can't have them interrupting me making out with people <laughs> just any old person people you know <laughs> people uh, all the people that i make out with <laughs> <laughs> um okay what is your smooniest moment of the book don't look at mine mom because you'll take it oh um okay i was thinking about this as i was reading good job jill You're earlier on, i always forget. earlier on yeah. and then i forgot about it <laughs> so i was thinking like um when they met uh her ex-husband in the hospital parking lot yep. <laughs> and i was like yeah dang go for it yes yes Jillian, that's what I wrote down too. I wrote yes, down. I, I love, did it right. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the times he faces off with for her to Gavin and is, um, and is you know just wants to punch his lights out and stuff like that. I, I think his that. name is Griffin, isn't it? Griff, is it Griffin? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Griffin Gentry. I I I read so fast that like I just pay attention to first initials of names and that's good enough for me. So apparently, your speed not, reader, huh, Alan? what about you um i had a hard time with this one i liked all the times when he's protective and i know we don't like the alpha guy but i love when he would just fly off the handle because you could just tell that he had feelings for her and Mm -hmm. and um like when she was in the bar and he's yelling over (laughs) her headphones get out of there get out of there get out of there (laughs) and she's just ignoring him because she's used to ignoring voices (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> but I like true, when he just true. loses his mind because he's feeling protective of her. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what is your favorite non-swoony moment of this book? Like yeah. funny moment or whatever, just a moment that if you have, and maybe you've already mentioned it, but. Oh, well, I texted you a screenshot of this because this was an LOL moment for me. <laughs> Going back to Gabe and my love of Gabe and his love yeah. of ice cream. Yeah. Uh, I, it was towards the end. It was like yeah. almost at the end when <laughs> he thinks that he's going to be like leaving because he thinks that his work is complete. And she's like, no, I think that we could still work together. I think I still have a lot to learn from you. And he's like, well, now my sadness ice cream has become happiness ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> or something why, like that. Why was that funny to you, Jillian? Because it reminded me of, so in college, when I would go to the testing center. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty much every time I went there, I would get some Sour Patch watermelons. Yes. Uh, from the vending machines yes. at the testing center. Mm-hmm. And if I did well on a test, they were celebratory. And if I did bad, they were conciliatory. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wow. I also did this. And it was either either I got the Sour Patch watermelons or I got a Violet Crumble from the bookstore. Oh, my gosh, because our oh yeah, you love those. Violet Crumbles. So. Mm. I love Violet Crumbles. And yeah. you can't get them very easily in the U.S. Yeah, I know. That's why it was and a good deal. We do have Australian listeners out there, which is where, which where they're from. My husband used to get them all the time. Yeah, favorite non. And now you can buy them at World Market, probably. Yeah, you, you can. can, but they're like four dollars each. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty proud of those that things. They're very much like crunchies <laughs> in the UK. If you know a crunchy in the UK, it's just chocolate covered honeycomb. Anyway, what's your anyway, favorite non swoony? My moment? favorite non swoony moment, probably, which I already mentioned, is all the stuff with Gabe. All the because. Gabe would feed into his jealousy and she would feed into his jealousy. And I loved all the jealousy moments between Gabe and Nick. Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out. This is not necessarily my favorite non-swoony, but I'm also going to give a shout out just because it's a funny scene to the dinner at her parents' house Mm. um, where her mom is always trying to get men to move couches and reach things for her. And there's the cow and there's just all this chaos. The, the pre-eating. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. eating chicken before yeah. you go to the They're like, wait house. a second. Why are we eating now? And I love hanging out with just all her psychic family. Yeah. And even her little niece comes in. She says, you guys need to come and see the TV. And she does it. <laughs> yeah. So even her little niece is starting to show signs of shining. Signs, yeah. Um, okay, let's hear from some of the listeners on what they thought of this book. I'm happy that this one seems to have been a success for most people. Um, Catherine says, if all romantic suspense books were like this, I would read a lot more of the subgenre. If anyone has any recommendations for similar books, my TBR list is ready for them. Been searching for the right romance novel to add to Family Book Club, aka me and my spouse recommending books to each other. And I'm going to go with this one. Fun intro to romance for people whose issue with romance is they don't like books where they already know the ending going in. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, and that's that. part True of that. why I used it for Jillian here is because I feel like it's a good kind of... Well, there's a lot of stuff going on besides the romance. Yeah, so in fact... If you're not into romance so much, there's other stuff to enjoy. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jennifer, you're lame at that. In fact, I was thinking... <laughs> we were thinking of this one for Brother Ryan and wife Kristen. Um, 
because I think that they could have liked this one. Is that what you call Ryan? Brother Ryan? Brother Ryan. And wife, and wife Kristen? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a monk. <laughs> How does she feel about that? You called wife, wife Kristen. Kristen. <laughs> wife Kristen. I'm just, I'm, you know, making it easier for people's frame of reference. Okay? Lay off. They've um, both been on the podcast, right? Yes, they have. They were on... Separately two- and then together. Yes. Oh, I've li- I listened to the one with Kristen. But you I don't should listen I re- to the one with Ryan. It's pretty funny. I definitely should. Ryan, reading romance. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And it goes about as well as you think it would. Um, <laughs> Jennifer I can says, only imagine. <laughs> Jennifer says, it isn't that I didn't like it. It just wasn't what I was expecting. It is my least favorite Lucy score book. They are all five stars, epic reads for me. So this one caught me off guard as a departure from her other books. That being said, I really like all the side characters and I feel like we only started with their story. So I want more. I really hope she makes this a series a la Stephanie Plum. I just feel like there is a lot more. Um, yeah, it's definitely not like your standard. If you're looking for a romance, it's not like your standard romance fair. Yeah. I think it reads more like a mystery that has romance in it. I would agree with that. So, um, but what, I would disagree. Kind of stuff does- Oh, sorry. And that, I think this is my favorite Lucy score book. Yeah, I I do too. What does she usually write? Just straight romance. romance. We've read, we read Rock Bottom Girl, which is just like a a going home again, romance kind of thing. Um, And then Worst Best Man was the other Lucy score book. We also read the one, we didn't do it on the podcast. Yeah, we, I read Buy a Thread for the free for all. And then I read it. Also. Yeah. Yes. We both have read that one. Um, Shauna says this was a DNF for me. I just got bored with it. I am shocked by that, but it is long and there's a lot that you do have to like kind of get through. Um, and it, like Jennifer said, if you, if you go into this expecting a romance, that's not necessarily what you get. So I get that. Um, Deborah says, loved this book. The side characters were hilarious, made me think of the Stephanie Plum series, and I would easily read more of these. The paranormal aspect was fun and light. I'm really hoping there is at least one more book that features the feared grandmother a little more. Yeah. Mm, I knew when I heard Ellen and Julie talking about the book that it had to be read and not on my TBR list. Yes. We really loved this. I'm going to have to check out this Stephanie Plum series because if it's similar to this... It just, it was already like a thing when I started reading romance. And so I just kind of missed my Stephanie Plum window, I feel like, but. Is Stephanie Plum a romance or a mystery? It's a, it's a mystery series that's got, it's kind of like this one where it's got romance in it, I would say. From what I understand. Romance or romance? Romance. Romance. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not sure because I haven't read it, but from what I understand about it. Um, Allison says, loved it. I also got the Stephanie Plum vibe, the down on her luck lead character, the hot guy who knows he's hot, all the zany antics, and then hilarity ensues. Lucy Score built such a great world of characters. The house full of old people was so nutty, and I wondered why she bothered with them, and then I fell in love with them. By the last quarter of the book, I couldn't put it down, so I had to stay up until 3.30 a.m. finishing it. Been there, girl. (laughs) Um, 
Natalie says, I loved, loved, loved this book. I read it in 2020, so it's been a while and I don't remember a whole lot of details off the top of my head, but I loved it so much that I added a physical copy to my collection. I loved the house slash community surrounding her and loved how Nick interacted with everyone. That being said, the dick size jokes got really old and I was really dissatisfied with how they caught the guy at the end because of it. People come in all shapes and sizes, varieties. They're all valid. It's 2021. We should be past people making fun of other people's genitals or any body parts that people don't have any control over. It would be nice if our society could stop stigmatizing small dicks by insinuating slash joking that it affects someone's proclivities to be abusive and or criminal. Climbs off soap, soapbox. But I still love the book. <laughs> um, that's fair. There was, I mean, there is a lot of those uh, that happen, especially there towards the end in the showdown. I think it was like their way of sticking it to him. Um, yeah. But I get that. Well, that's, that's just, that's just who Nick is. Okay. Well, it was her and Jasmine that were really going after. With well, that's the, true. With those. But yeah. The um, thing that cracks me up about what Natalie said is that she said, I read it in 2020, so I don't remember it. Well, that was like three weeks ago. That's- <laughs> but I get I, I it. Also was like, but what? yeah, I was going to say, that's the kind of people that we have in our group are these people who read so many books. That- <laughs> I totally get it because I can't, this is why I have to read the book like the day before we read it is because I can't remember Jack from what I read. Um, Emily says, I freaking loved this one. I kind of wish it would be a series. It reminded me of the early Stephanie Plum books and I loved those. Jessica said, love this book. One of our Jessica's so much. The neighbors were so great and quirky. Absolutely a win on this one for me. Jen uh, said, I loved this book. I loved Riley and Nick. They were a great couple. All of Riley's neighbors and family members were hilarious. Gabe was my favorite side character and I loved the rivalry between him and Nick. It was so funny. The psychic element really made the story fun. I hope this this becomes a series of books. She certainly set it up that way. Yes, I would say so. Bethany said this was my first Lucy scorebook and I loved it. I grew up on Stephanie Plum and this was how somehow more realistic new version that could be considered a bold statement when the heroine talks to dead people and sees the future. But if you've read the Stephanie Plum series, then yes, this is more believable. E.g. Feral pack of chihuahuas. Hey, that sounds believable to me. Um, I ended up texting my mom and all my aunts recommending this book. Any recommendations on the next Lucy scorebook I should read? I will say, Bethany, this is a departure from other Lucy score books yeah, that I have. She doesn't have another book like this one. Yeah. Um, but but her other books are fun. Yeah, her other books are fun. Um, we, I think those are the only other three Lucy score books that I've read. Uh, we loved Rock Bottom Girl, except for the ending. <laughs> we got yeah, frustrated the ending got frustrating. But I, maybe I've read another one. I can't remember. But the ones that we've mentioned are ones that, I mean, we enjoyed all of those books that we read, so... Karen says, agree with the Stephanie Plum comparisons. The book felt like a great new beginning with a ton of material for future books. It took me a bit to get into it. I think some of the side characters were a bit too quirky or silly. And I think the book veered into the ridiculous a bit too much for me at times. But by the end, I bought into their world and wanted more. I personally love a couple who bickers and pushes each other. And I thought Nick and Riley were adorable together. And then last we have Sarah who commented that she was starting the book and wanted to have it read by the time we recorded and I predicted from what I know about Sarah that she was going to love the book (laughs) and I was 
right. Sarah says, I loved it. It had all of my favorite things, action, comedy, snappy dialogue, quirky side characters, murder, and a hint of paranormal. I loved Riley and Nick together. Their personalities played well off each other. Gabe was so sweet and entertaining in his simplistic views. I love that Uncle Jimmy's spirit was attached to the Jeep and he just wanted to go fishing. <laughs> I love that a spike cow was included. I remember that viral post from a few years ago and knew exactly what it was. I'm a bit bummed out we didn't learn Riley's horrendous middle name or what happened to mm. Beth, though we don't, you don't have to be a psychic to know she'll probably turn up in the next book. I thought that same thing. I'm really looking forward to the continuation of the series. Bring on the next one. Um, so I'm really proud of myself that I guessed that correctly, that Sarah was going to love that. So I just need to throw that out there. <laughs> that was a really hard prediction. Um, <laughs> well, listen. in your, in your group of romance book lovers. <laughs> well, listen, listen. Um, it's a bold, a bold statement of yours. <laughs> um, Going out on a limb. But yeah, I love, I also love the Uncle Jimmy thing with the Jeep. And I also thought that Beth is going to show up in a future book somehow. Either, also, either they're going to solve her disappearance or like she's going to show up out of the blue and still be alive or something like that. Oh, that's true. Because it was kind of like she just disappeared. Yeah. But and other things that I was like unsure about, I feel like it was very vague on the details about like how she got fired and like why she was paying money to. Yeah. Like, was that something that I missed when I first started reading this? I was like reading it before I went to bed, like, well, like in like literally in bed and I would be like falling asleep. So I like, I mean, all it uh, says is like her, his family has like this shark of a lawyer who just went, you know, I think he his family is rich and has more resources than she did and so he just had a better lawyer and went after her which from what i know about family law it doesn't seem like that would have flown by any stretch because he's the one that cheated on well, her but it does make you hate him more and feel more sorry for her yeah. so and it does give nick the opportunity so it does to its job. <laughs> and it does give nick the opportunity to be like no you, she's not paying you anymore and I've been stalking you and figured out what you're doing and yeah no more you a sleazebag yeah yes um any final thoughts on this book ladies I'm on record as saying um, I've loved this book since before even we did the podcast so yes I did really like it because as I said I've li- I listened to the podcast and sometimes you talk about how there's always like there's always like the um communication problems yeah there's like communication problems there's always like a conflict or and a i feel like conflict yes i feel like the the things um that were problems and conflicts like there was good reason to them yeah they like you know and it didn't last like a long time when you were like just get, you know i imagine sometimes you're like just get over this like can we please get past yes. this yes. like it was just like, this is a thing. And then they worked it out and they were like adults about it. And so obviously this is not a realistic book because people aren't psychic. But <laughs> at least not. Well, Don't be so like, narrow-minded. As long as no one turns their cell phone off. I, I, yeah. I, well, right, right. None of that was happening. And so and if this does become a series, maybe there'll be other opportunities for there to be stupid communication, you know, things like that because they'll be in a relationship etc but i i think i that's the we've talked about this on the podcast before too but when there's plot 
other than the interpersonal, it kind of frees up the need for there to be a huge interpersonal conflict. And Mm, so it's kind of nice when we get a big plot other than the romance because it takes away from the need to have a lot of conflict between the nasty conflict. Um, Got it. Got it. Okay, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Riley Thorne and the Dead Guy Next Door by Lucy Score. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at Not Your Mom's Rom, or you can email us at NotYourMom'sRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we would love to hear from you. On February 1st, can you believe we're already in February? We will be chatting about The Tourist Attraction by Sarah Morgenthaler. For now, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be chatting with Jillian to see just how good a friend she really is to me. Oh, dang. (laughs) So stay with us. Let's chat (laughs) Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Betsy, we're the Dinner Sisters, two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. Every week, we test and review three recipes from all over the internet. We post new episodes every Sunday to give you some dinner inspiration. One of our favorite things about podcasting is being together as sisters. Here's a clip about our relationship and a little bit about food. I bake it, I pull it out to the table, and I take it off, and Brian's like... Is that fish not gutted? <gasps> what is going on? Oh. Yes. So I had not gutted the fish. Had but, there not been fish guts all over the place, I, I think your kids would have thought it was cool. If you'd like to join us for dinner, you can find us at www.dinnersisters.com, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Welcome back. So Jillian is definitely my oldest friend by terms of well, how long we've been friends. I'm going to, I'm going to interject here and I'm going to say, um, after bouncing around in the military and moving to a bunch of different places, we moved to Northern California and this is actually where I grew up. We live yes. in the same town that I grew up in. And so I knew Jillian's mother from, we grew up together. We knew each other growing up. So when we moved here, and we had just moved here and Ellen was celebrating her ninth birthday. Was it nine? Okay. But this, well, you're getting ahead of one of my questions for Jillian. Oh. So well, I was just going to give the people some backstory. Okay, fine. Okay. Give the people some backstory. And um, I, so I called Jillian's mom because Jillian has several sisters right around Ellen's age. And so I called Jillian's mom and I said, Ellen's having a birthday and she has no friends. Can you send some of your daughters? Send over some of your children, some of your men <laughs> to celebrate Ellen's birthday. And so she sent we'll Jillian. We'll bring the party. And her sister. And yep. um uh and Jillian and Ellen have been friends pretty much ever since. They didn't get really close till middle school, but yeah, middle high school is where we because Jillian and I became really good friends when everybody else started dating people and we didn't. True, true, Uh, yeah. (laughs) for you. 
And so that's when Fun fact, really- Ellen, did you know that all of my other sisters had curfews in high school, but I did not. Because <laughs> I was just going to hang out with Ellen every Friday. Yep. And they probably should have given you a curfew. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, so she's we were definitely- really, really raging it up. Yeah, we were. That's what we became friends with this girl. It's actually Kristen's sister who we've talked about on the show before as well. Um, and we, we, we talked to her about what we were like in high school and she was a lot cooler than we were. And she's like, I don't know if I would have been your guys's friend in high school. And we're like, Rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's definitely one of my oldest friends in terms of longevity and certainly one of my very closest friends. And when we lived together, which we did through all throughout college, I would say she probably mm-hmm, knew mm-hmm. me better than anybody. But a lot of time has passed since then, Jillian. So it's true. It's I true. thought I would see how well you still know me. Because oh. we still, you know, keep in pretty good touch. But when did we first meet, Jillian? That's your first question. Oh, well, it must have been when Julie called my mom. <laughs> no, Jillian, before that, you know this story. Well, because <sighs> there's one, there's a time when we met before my birthday before that well, faded birthday when we went and saw Matilda. Oh, well, it, was that your, was it at your grandma's house? Yes. We watched Richie Rich. Yes, we did. <laughs> I, remember, I remember playing in the creek as well. Yes. Was that with you? Yeah, yeah. that was we, me. Yeah, we played in the creek. So that was watched Richie Rich. we moved here. We came out and visited my grandma. And this was another time because all my cousins that were here were boys. And, you know, that's important, an uh, important distinction when you're, seven because boys drool yeah (laughs) and worse so my grandma was like well there's a girl there's a girl at church who's about your age let me see if she can come over and play with you and it was jillian and i remember we took ritz crackers to the creek Mm, and played in the creek and we watched richie rich so that was important classic and the rest as they say (laughs) is history. history um what's been a strong foundation <laughs> well rich. our first our first uh hangout was richie rich and then my birthday we went and saw matilda so we just got so all movies, the classics in right away movies were a strong foundation and of our friendship that remained indeed. the case throughout our friendship i would say um, yes yes okay what's been my greatest accomplishment oh gosh there's not really a right answer to this i'm just curious as to what you're gonna say what has been your greatest accomplishment yeah oh gosh i don't know like is this like wait i was not prepared for this i was not prepared for these questions (laughs) they're all very this is this is like to your life this to your life up to this point yeah 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 your greatest accomplishment yeah oh ellen i don't know um being a wonderful mother to Steve. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's important to me. Um, <laughs> if I think about it, it would probably be when I was in Entertainment Weekly for binging 24 hours of TV straight. That was a thing oh, that happened to me. Yeah, they, they yeah. did an article in yeah. Entertainment Weekly about yeah. our Ellen. Yeah, that was me. So, and it was because they like set out this. I think I've talked about. Have I talked about this on the podcast? I don't know. They set out this like hypothetical, if you wanted to catch up for the Emmys, you could watch this 24 uh, hour yes. binge. And, yes. and then even, you did it. 
And then they said, like, we didn't think anybody was going to do it, but I did it. And so then they oh, wrote man, I haven't. I haven't read an Entertainment Weekly in a long time. And I used to subscribe and it always just made me think of you, Ellen. I, know, I love that true. magazine. Yeah, I still get it. It's still a thing. Um, oh. What am I most afraid of? Most afraid of? Yeah. Balls. I am afraid of... <laughs> well, wait a minute. Clarify that. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, Ellen gets Ellen gets hit by a lot of balls. I do. Of the sports variety, not <laughs> the male anatomy variety. <laughs> yeah, I would... Listen, I'd go for some of the more male variety. Um, yeah, I. that's a good one. I had a record in sixth grade for getting hit the most times in the head with a ball. I had like 32 um, times that I got hit in the head. I would get calls oh, that's a lot. from teachers yeah. saying, um, so Ellen got hit in the head with a ball today. We Again? Sure she's okay. <laughs> she's got a big head, you guys. I, yeah, I do have a big head and I'm not it's a large target by any stretch. <laughs> Um, I'm also afraid of showers. Like I'm afraid that there's going to be someone in them. Like, well, like a psycho thing, right? Like while yeah. you're in the shower, that someone will come and like when I would kill come you. home, I'd always have to like check my shower. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, I get again. that. Yeah, it's, yeah. If you've watched like a scary movie, like going to the bathroom is always really creepy. Yeah, and yeah. I also don't like hippos. Well, they're they're dangerous. Yeah, they are. They, um, they kill people sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, where would we go if we could go on any vacation, you and I together? Uh, I don't know what the answer to this would be, but. Oh, um, I mean, anywhere would be a good time, Ellen. It's it's true. true. And we haven't seen each other in person in quite some time. I know. And we need to change that as soon as this freaking pandemic is. I bet your dream vacation would be to go hang out with your other roommatey friends. Well, this is what we've, we've been in, it's in the works. Yeah, we've been talking, we've done this a few times where we get together with our other college pals and um, we call it Friendship Fest and um, we need to do another Friendship Fest. And yeah, we don't need to do much in order to have a have a great time. We yeah. just need a deck of five crowns cards and, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> and like a hotel room, basically. Yeah. Like basically. some food, some real good food, you yes. know, like yeah. a Trader Joe's nearby and, yep. Yep. you know, yep. snacks. Yep. Snacks. Um, yeah. But we, we have had some fun times at Sundance. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun to go to Sundance now that we are not like college poor not driving your crappy tercel up the mountain to get to the (laughs) to get to sundance (laughs) that tercel was not mine but it was (laughs) terrifying oh yeah yeah that was a terrifying drive um it did not have power steering and it was snowing it was awful well and i was trying to think of places where we that was like a literal white knuckle drive that was it was awful we we did go to new york together sort of um (laughs) oh yes Yep. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this because honestly, my memory is not the best. And I yeah. sometimes don't remember things in my life, yeah. but we went to New York. So we were in high school. Were we juniors or seniors? Seniors. It was, your senior. seniors. it was like the February of our senior year, I think is when we went. Because my major takeaways from that trip were Julie falling down in the yes, sidewalk. I fell down a lot. <laughs> she fell down all over the place in New York. Because she was wearing these clogs. And... <laughs> and the sidewalks were super uneven everywhere we went. And so I was like in New York and I'm gazing around at all these things and I would fall 
all the time. And, and the, it was and always as she's falling, falling, I'm falling, I'm falling, 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 falling. Yes, that happened. Um, that was hilarious. And also, we visited the NBC store, and it was like the mecca for us. And- yes, because Jillian and I were always big like SNL fans, and we, and then when we were in college we really got into late night with conan o'brien that was a thing although and we were already into conan because when we went to that store i got, got conan a stuff. conan lunchbox yeah which i still have it holds yes. my nail polish we were but i remember college we that was like when we would like actually watch it live and things like that yeah. um and then after our senior year we went to disneyland and oh yes that was a great that was a fun trip. yeah and julie's Mom was our the, chaperone. Yeah. And the the AC sensor in her stupid high-tech v- BMW yeah, was so stupid. Was broken. Yeah, and so we had to and drive home like, in the California heat. Oh, it was so no hot. AC. It was so annoying because like the AC itself was not broken. It was just the sensor would not let us override it. Yeah. Because yes. that was what was broken. I am well aware of how stupid that was. And there were, we were all crammed. There were five of us crammed and it was a BMW. You would think it would have, you know, mm-hmm. better. Right. Setup. And there were five of us crammed in there and you guys in the back seat were all sweating like. Well, and we were all like, I, cause I got so badly sunburned on that trip. I always get badly sunburned. Um, when, when were you not? <laughs> so and I you was never already... learned your lesson. You never put on sunscreen. <laughs> I was already you know you like burnt to a crisp and you don't do anything about it. Own little space heater. I know it's true. I always get burned, but always right in your cleavage too. But yeah. it peeling. was a good time. We did have a lot of fun on that. We trip. did have a lot of fun. It's was- true. It was so fun. We went to, um, we went to San Diego and to yeah. Disney world, Disneyland. Disneyland. And, and then later world. that, later Marine that, world. that summer, my family took the exact same trip and I was like, really guys, we couldn't have done this another year I that I that. didn't do this your, already with my friends. Or your family would always take, uh, your family would always take trips, uh, on my birthday weekend. And I would always piss yeah. me off. Cause they're, cause your birthday's in August, Ellen. Yeah, and that's when people vacation. <laughs> okay. Who would I invite to my fantasy dinner party? Oh, a fantasy dinner party. Dead or alive can be dead or alive george clooney (laughs) (laughs) no that i feel like that's julie julie (laughs) yeah that's true i would say a chris's yeah oh yeah chris's uh chris evans yeah you've you've always said that he's been good to you in your dreams yeah yes uh chris evans um i mean tina and amy Tina yep. Fey and Amy Poehler. That's who of I course. Knew. That's who I knew you had to say. Yeah. I mean, let's let's throw Chris out of it and just do a girls' party. Um, <laughs> we'll do a separate thing with the Chris's. Okay. The only other person who I could think of that I was like, Jillian had better say this person. Um, it's a dead person who's been long dead, but is like my idol and an author. Oh. oh, Jane Austen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I was I was panicking for a moment, Ellen. I'm like, oh no, our friendship is not real. So this dinner party is going to have. Who are you talking about? <laughs> Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and Jane Austen. Yeah, that okay. sounds like a rager. <laughs> I think Jane Austen would fit in with Amy and Tina. Yeah, me too. I think that they would get along. Yeah, she was sassy for her day. Yeah, she was. Well, you'd need Thank to let her mind. come here and like hang out for a little while so she gets used to the vibe. Yeah. 
Well, I think she'd I think she'd catch on quick. Yeah, she she'd be fine. Jane can hang, okay? You <laughs> underestimate Jane, <laughs> Julie. Sorry, I didn't mean to rile everybody. Okay, um, what was my most embarrassing moment, oh which have gosh. all been shared on this podcast? How can you before? narrow it down? But you've got a lot of them, Ellen. I do. <laughs> Wait, have you shared with the people like the thing with my dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I have. Um, have I? No. Should I? I don't know if that's one that should be shared. We don't, I don't, don't need really to share have a that problem one. with it. Um, but Ellen, I did not know about that until I know it's been within the last five or ten years that you well, told me I, that. Okay, I'll, I don't care. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so when I mean, I was... this is your story, so you tell it. Because <laughs> I was not, as I said, I did not learn about it until recently because I was not there. Well, you were, but you weren't. <laughs> I wasn't um, there, there. Yeah. So when we were in eighth grade, we took a trip to Yosemite. And Which is a wonderful place. It was it a school is. trip. So it, was it was a school trip. trip. So it was like our entire eighth grade class was there. And um, Which, side note, sorry. We took a lot of awesome trips in we school. Did. Like, we went to my Ashland, husband is like... Too. My husband was like, you did all these things since in like elementary school and middle school. And I'm like, yeah, didn't you take awesome like week long trips in school? And he's like, no, nobody does that. And I'm like, we did (laughs) your fancy New York suburb school. (laughs) Can't measure up to our can't measure up middle class California schools. Um, So we went to Yosemite and Jillian's dad with Jillian and I were in like the same group. And Jillian's dad because was... Because we were friends. Yes, we were. Of course. And, you know, they tell you to pick three people. Yeah. But you were you and I weren't partners because I was partners with um, Nikki. Oh, I, I thought I was partners with Nikki. I don't remember. Anyway, um, Jillian's dad was our chaperone or one of our chaperones. And because he loves Yosemite and volunteered for this. Yes, he loves volunteered Yosemite. Volunteered to hang out with volunteered to hang out with eighth graders so just so he could go to Yosemite (laughs) and um I have always had digestion problems um that's always been a a thing with me and um we were on a hike and all of a sudden I started getting the rumbly in my tumbly and because I knew Jillian's dad I was like, Bill, his name is Bill. It's like, Bill, I got to get out of here. I need to go to the bathroom now. And I'm 13. And my worst nightmare is to poop in the woods in front of all these people that I go to school with. And so, and so he's like, okay, I got you. And I'm going to take you back to camp. So we start hiking back to camp and long story short, I don't make it. Um, so I, I this is I, this is mortifying. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't make it, and it's not pleasant, and I'm sobbing oh. because I'm 13, and this is the worst possible thing that could happen to a 13 year old. Well, I um, guess it didn't happen in front of all of your classmates. Yeah, that would have been worse. It was just Julian's dad. It was we just had my to, dad. But your dad had to take me back to camp and hose me off, so that was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> And your dad is such a sweet guy that he true. Was, he's he's an angel on earth. Yeah, because he, he never he never peeped a word of this to me. <laughs> yeah, because I begged him. I was like, "You built. You can't tell anybody. You can't tell Jillian. You can't tell anybody." Um, 
the, my, the girl that was my partner, she knew about it because my clothes were hanging from the rafters in our tent. Um, and, but I was so mortified and, um, (laughs) and, uh, he was like, I promise I won't ever tell. And then later I finally like told my friends in college this story and Jillian's like how do I not know this story (laughs) I'm like because your dad is a saint (laughs) he kept his word and um but it was funny because my brother also sort of pooped his pants in front of (laughs) Jillian's dad and I'm like Jillian's dad must just be like what is going on with this family (laughs) and Ryan my other brother was like I'm just gonna ring Bill's doorbell and be like hi Bill and just start pooping my pants <laughs> just to like rule of three the, <laughs> the whole family <laughs> so we do have digestive problems in our family that I is a thing I do not yeah it comes from my and dad I have never put my pants in front of Jillian's dad <laughs> but apparently it's a thing uh, in my family <laughs> yeah and Jillian has said like if you told my dad that story he probably wouldn't even remember but I just think it's funny that the entire family has like basically pooped their pants in front of your dad. Um, okay, next question. And on that note, <laughs> which fashion decision was my biggest wait, mistake? Wait, Ellen, I thought we were going to go back and talk about more embarrassing stories of yours. Uh, we've Did shared you have most others of them in mind? We've, we've shared all, like, that's pretty, that's probably my most embarrassing. Um, but we've already <laughs> shared the one where I flashed, you know, our church leader and on accident um wait was that like full on like was that your bra or was it like yes, bra and shirt, my sweater and bra both lifted up over my head so you were f- you were full frontal nude in front of him yes and oh. you know that person it would be a horrible person to flash yeah yeah of course <laughs> um yeah it'd yeah. be like flashing my dad yeah <laughs> Uh, I I would be more comfortable with your dad, to be honest, Um, not to be weird about it, but (laughs) Um, would you rather? I mean, I've pooped my pants in front of him already, so who cares? (laughs) Um, Anyway, which fashion decision was my biggest mistake? Now, I thought of one, but you were involved in it. So I don't you and I made this fashion decision together in high school. Is this in reference to our dress-up days in the Totally Awesome <laughs> 80s Club? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is what I was referring to. <laughs> and my kind of uh, uninformed ideas of what people wore in the 80s. <laughs> yes, yeah. We, we had an 80s club in high school, and we would basically we did it only so that we had an excuse to wear 80s clothes to school. Yeah, I think we got together and watched a movie once. Yeah. And other than that, we just had dress up days we, yeah. amongst ourselves. Yes, that is what we did. Um, and, and this is it was why Kristen's sister didn't think she would be friends yeah. with you guys. In this is why we weren't cool in high school. Um, Jillian and we I didn't, all- we didn't claim to be cool. <laughs> Jillian and I also wore a lot of Disney t-shirts together um in high school we did that a lot from the little boy section yes we did of (laughs) target and yep that's what we do wow i don't know if i would have been friends (laughs) okay this is and remember remember mr manigar our history teacher that one time when he he was like you guys dress like boys you need to start wearing more like feminine things and we're like what a wildly inappropriate thing to say to teenage girls and yes 
Um, and all the girls who dressed all slutty, you would always be like, oh, you look really nice. And we're like, yeah. ew. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I'm going to be I'll be like over here in my Lilo and Stitch t-shirt. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so these questions, I have to say, um, came from like a list of questions to ask your best friend. And some of them are, were, were so on point that I was like, yes, I have to ask Jillian this question. Name the song right, I love me. singing to in the car with you the most. There's the choices are innumerable, so you could say oh anything. Oh my gosh! Well, there's a lot. I mean, yeah. anything from the soundtrack to Hairspray or Rent yeah. or um, or geez, Wicked Sister Act. Sister Act. Oh my gosh! <laughs> two Sister Act two oh, in Sister particular, two specifically. Yeah. Joyful, joyful. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Goofy movie soundtrack. Oh. My son watched that the other day. Haley yeah. was over. My sister Haley mm-hmm. was at my house, and our children watched a Goofy movie together. Oh, and precious. it I was, know. it was you know, magical full circle. Yeah. And I um, heard "Stand Out" and "Eye to Eye" playing, and I was like, oh, I love this. There are certain songs that, like to this day, I hear them, and it just totally reminds me of driving around in college together, either in your car or our friend Kimberly's car and just cracks me up yeah. but especially for you and me in particular like the sister act to soundtrack that yeah the I think that you get I think that you gave me that for like a birthday one time yeah probably well I think because I remember watching it together freshman year and we got really into it and then I got you the soundtrack because like you may have given me you have may have given me the dvd and the cd yeah that's like something I would do I think most of your DVD you gave me a lot of DVDs. <laughs> it's true. It did. It did. And I think most. Uh, you once said to me that my mom has taken you to more movies than your own mom. I don't know if that still oh, holds, true. but oh, it does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I mean, uh, she had to pay me somehow to be friends with him. <laughs> to be, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I needed compensation. There had to be some some reward out of it. Um, why do you think we get along so well? We've talked about this a lot before too, because, because... when Julian and I were going to college together and we were mm-hmm, going to mm-hmm. live together, everybody, we told that to, everybody, everybody was like, you should not do that. You should this never is a mistake. live with your best friend because it always goes badly. And Julian you guys and are going to hate each other. You're going to fight. It's going to ruin your friendship. Yeah, and we were like, I think we'll be fine. And we were fine. And the reason is because we do not do drama. Yeah, it's true. And we are baffled by people who do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is true. How do you live your life like that? We had one roommate who shall remain nameless, <laughs> unless you want to name her. No, it's fine. Don't name her. It's a unique name. I'm, yeah. sure, she's a, I'm sure she's a listener. Yeah, I'm sure. No, but we were, like, really good friends with her, and then, like, weird stuff happened, and, yeah. like, we had this, like, strange falling out, and we're like, what is even happening here? Yeah. Like, what is... Yeah, we just don't do drama. We, we don't. don't do drama. We're and, yeah, not- we've, we've never been in a fight, no. And we lived together for all four years of high school, or not high school, of college. college. Five years. I mean, I was there for five years. Were you yeah. there too? <laughs> uh, I was there for like four and, the, and a half. The one semester that you left me for a study abroad in Europe, yeah, 
I had a terrible roommate situation and I missed <laughs> you, you dearly. I, I felt so bad because I would like Skype you or whatever. And you'd be like, just, you just need to come, come back to me. <laughs> but I did come back with a whole slew of friends for us. So you're welcome. It's true. And they're wonderful. Yeah. Um, that is true. We just, and we. So a net game, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, okay. If we were stuck on a desert island, why would I be an asset? Oh, I mean, curious. you would be entertaining for sure. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we would basically just like, I think we would basically just like go through like seasons of psych or something. And like, <laughs> yeah. we would need like, a TV. <laughs> remember this? Well, if we didn't have a TV, we would just, we would basically just like talk through episodes. I think <laughs> we would talk and, through psych and, and like season two of 30 rock and yeah we would just like quote tv shows and movies to each other yeah that is what we would do (laughs) and Um, i don't know hopefully build a shelter but (laughs) 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 yeah i don't know how great we would be on the like survival front together but we would like keep sane together just keep in mind that's a poop in your pants issue yeah (laughs) although jillian since i've been eating healthier it's like kind of pathetic how much that is not an issue so I'm like oh so I just was eating crappy this whole time my entire life and that's why I've always had digestion problems You're brought up wrong yeah that's on you Julie yeah that is I'm well aware um, yeah Ellen have you do you have flaxseed in your diet do you do like flaxseed and chia seeds no 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 I just have oh. not eating a bunch of sugar and crap like that so you're eating like vegetables fiber yeah, go figure exactly like vegetables <laughs> Uh, okay, which two fictional BFFs are most like us? Oh. I don't really have an answer for this. I'm just curious as to who you would say. I don't know. I mean, Sean and Gus. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> exactly who Ellen said. <laughs> but I was telling mom, I'm like, we're not. But which one not, are we? Yeah, which it's one, not like two? one of us is the other. It's like we're both a combination it's just like of that both dynamic. Of yeah. Just the way they interact is how we interact, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because... Like, kind of like thinking, a married couple, and... Yeah, when, so in college, which we have established, we lived together through. Yes. Yeah. We took a sewing class together, which I believe was the only class that we ever took together. Yes, and we're like, was. oh, this will be so fun. Which, side note, it was fun, but it was a lot of work. It was, Like, there's yeah. a reason that class was three credits. Yeah. It was, it took a lot of time. Yeah. But, so it's, like, a smallish class. There was only, like, you know, a dozen, 15 people in it. And yeah. so we're, of course, sitting next to each other at our stations. super nice sewing machines at our little yeah. stations. And, you know, there's not a lot of, like, lecture in a sewing class. So it's mostly just, like, you doing your thing. Yeah. And we were sitting there like bickering like an old married couple. And the people in our class were like so confused. <laughs> They're like, are you guys sisters? <laughs> we're like, no. Dynamic we're, here. Just, we're just best friends. <laughs> well, and I remember one time my brother Ryan came out to visit us and we were driving somewhere and arguing. And Ryan was like, you guys act like you've been married for 20 years and it's like well yeah it's basically the same dynamic (laughs) because it's always with love that's what that's the other reason why we always got along so well is because we're low drama but you know we can just have a good time rag on each other and it's fine so yeah um 
What's your favorite memory of us? Oh, I, like I would never one know memory? It. Yeah, I would never know where to begin with this. So There's too many, Ellen. I mean, the entirety of college? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Truly, I think back on our college days with such fondness. We did have... I wanna... I want to get real emotional here, Ellen. <laughs> no, we did have, we did have. I mean, I could, but seriously, yeah. we had such a good time. We I loved did. it. We, we traveled to Sundance in treacherous conditions. Crappy little car. <laughs> Listen, nobody else was contributing to vehicle. So but even, even prior to that, like um, we did plays together in high school and we had a lot of fun doing that. We were both mm-hmm. um, nuns in the sound of music. And so we weren't we were. on stage a lot but we always yeah, had to be times. there so we would always just like hang out and do stupid do stuff nothing is that th- was that when you would bring your tv yes it was <laughs> <laughs> guys it makes me feel so old to think about this because ellen had this little t like a little i don't know like 12 inch like yeah tv that had a vcr on it built in and it, it had a vcr built into it and yep. she would bring that to our like play practices and exactly. we would watch 80s movies i guess we did i remember we watched one crazy summer and like oh, we, yeah. we went through like a john need to watch that movie thing. again i know that's I a weird movie we just watched better off dead the other day and it made me think of you too because there's a line in better off dead (laughs) this is really tangential but there's line in better off dead where the mom is cleaning and she says hello lane how was your day and when i would come home from school jillian would always say that to me hello ellen how was your day (laughs) and it just made me think of it has raisins in it (laughs) you like raisins (laughs) yeah we do that a lot um how do i comfort myself after a rough day popcorn sure i don't know just tv fudging out on Watching tv is what popcorn I in front of the yeah. tv um we're going to let a celebrity maybe, meet. maybe some guitar hero i don't know oh yeah we did do a lot of guitar <laughs> hero too and that's the other thing that i that was think a defining a defining and thing of our, you did a lot of rock we did okay but yeah guitar hero was much more me and jill's thing and we mastered more than a feeling so that we got a hundred percent on more than a feeling and to this day i cannot hear more than a feeling by boston without also hearing like the clicky sound of the guitar hero <laughs> guitar in the back of my head um okay we're gonna no, let us- we were the cool apartment because people would come over and play our rock band your yep. rock band let's be real it was yeah, let's, let's be real um and we uh, had was, TiVo at our apartment and it's a lot true. of card games and cool yeah. chicks. So yeah. that is why people came on. Hey, <laughs> listen, listen, Julie. The house guys in the in the apartment complex hang out hung out with us. It's true. Did None they date them. us? No. <laughs> no. But they hung out with us because we were cool. <laughs> it's true. We also And low drama. Okay. No Jill- drama. Jillian and I had uh Kristen's sister, who was our other roommate, and we thought it would be a great idea before we knew anybody in our apartment <laughs> oh my complex gosh. to take really awful Christmas pictures together and make up this like really cheesy fake Christmas letter and send it to oh, everybody man, it was so in good. our Do you still apartment. have a copy of that Christmas letter? I do, do have a copy of it somewhere. somewhere. In fact, I, I have like a bunch of copies of the picture. Yeah, I think I do have it saved somewhere. I would love um, a copy of both of those things. Yeah, it's true. 
Um, and we sent it to everybody. And then when we started becoming friends with people, they were like, oh yeah, you guys were the ones that sent that really random Christmas letter. It was like, yep, that was us. <laughs> we had a great time putting that together. <laughs> we did. Too much. And fun. I remember, cause we, we went through like month by month and each like wrote something for each other. Yeah. And the thing that I wrote for Ellen that was a joke mind you back in what was it like 2008 yeah no 2000 no 2006 seven probably my joke was that like ellen wrote a book and it went straight to publishing on the amazon kindle yeah and and now guess who guess who called that as a thing (laughs) me (laughs) Me. (laughs) yeah that's true uh okay we're gonna let a celebrity be in our group of friends who would we ask We've kind of probably already touched on this. So a celebrity? Yeah. Or two. I think you can do two. <laughs> Listen, who would we pick between Tina Fey and Amy Poehler? I don't know. It's tough. I, okay. Have you read Tina Fey and Amy Poehler's books respectively? Yes. I think I identify much more with Tina Fey than Amy Poehler as like a human being. Like, yeah. Yeah. I guess I've read. I guess I've listened to as we've established um amy's more recently and so i don't know it's been a long time since i read uh tina's well, and the, i should I, read it i have it on it my maybe bookshelf just me but there's so many like 30 rock jokes that i'm like yes tina is one of us like so i think tina but it's true i do love parks and rec though but i do not identify with leslie nope because no, I don't either. Girls got it together. She's got a lot of binders. That's not. I aspire to binders and I like get the binder and then it just like gets one page in it and nothing else happens. Okay, last question. I have one hour to spend $5,000. Where would I go? Amazon. $5,000? Target. Yeah, that's Target. I knew, I knew Jill was going to say Target. <laughs> I mean, that's, um, that's most people. I mean, cause you can yeah. get everything. You can get a little of this yeah. and a little of that. You can yeah. get some clothes, you can get some home decor, you yep. can get some books yep. and s- compact discs. Amazon is a good choice too, though. That's like, but that's but it, not, a, that's not a place. Yeah. You can get anything in the world on Amazon. It's true. You can get groceries and <clears throat> post-it notes. Okay, Jill, you did pretty well. That was the last question. And furniture. So. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm happy to say that you still still know me pretty well. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Um, okay. I'm glad we can still be friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good to know that we still got that. Um, thanks so much for joining us again. If you would like to join us on February 1st for the tourist attraction by Sarah Morgan Thaler, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at not your mom's rum or on Facebook or Goodreads or email us at not your mom's romance book club at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love to read them. All right. Thanks mom. You're welcome. I was pretty quiet this time. Thanks, Jill. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Ellen. This was a dream come true. (laughs) It was an absolute pleasure to have you. You don't have very good dreams. (laughs) But truly, when you started having other people on your podcast, I'm like, I want to be on Ellen's podcast. Why is she asking me to be on your podcast? And then when you brought it up in our group text, I was like, yes, me. I want to do it, Ellen. (laughs) I want to do it. Well, I would have asked you sooner, Jill, but, you know. I didn't want to. I don't like to force books upon people, but I do. But I don't <laughs> like to do that necessarily. 
You force all sorts of entertainment on me, Ellie. It's true. That's my thing. That's my that's my jam. All right. It's thanks, true, guys. <laughs> okay. 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 This is probably already too long. Okay. Bye. We'll talk more later. <laughs> yeah, we will. Bye. Bye, Jill. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.